Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, um, I would like to pay tribute to one of the most uh, influential, um, creative, inspiring and incredibly talented uh, musicians, artists, songwriters uh, of the 20th century and um, who continued also into the 21st century, of course, um, but he um, was, the artist I'm talking about, it still continues to be just as influential now um, as he was um, when he was at the height of his fame, um, you could say, because like most artists um, and their music, they're constantly being... Um, discovered for the first time, rediscovered, um, or, um, re-evaluated or uh, celebrated. And of course, the artist that I'm talking about, um, is the one and only David Bowie, uh, who sadly passed away, uh, in, on the, the 10th of January, 2016, um, at the age of, uh, 69, his birthday um, was on the 8th of January, and I'm recording this episode on the 10th of January, uh, 2021, uh, which would have been his, um, on the 8th of January, 2021, he would have been 75, um, and uh, it's been... Um, Unbelievably, it's been six years now since David Bowie's passing. And I will never forget where I was and what I was doing when I heard that David Bowie had passed. And I'll never forget um, that I was inspired by him immediately to write something for David Bowie um, as a tribute. And, of course, I've been familiar with David Bowie since I was a kid. Uh, like many children growing up in the 1980s, one of my favourite films was um, the Jim Henson film Labyrinth, um, in which um, David Bowie starred um, as the, the Goblin King, uh, Jareth. Um, and, you know, I, I loved every song within um, that film which uh, David Bowie um, wrote the, the songs for. Um, but, yeah, I, I, and I absolutely love that film now as, as much as I did back then. You know, everything from the, the puppetry to, um, to, to, the, to the music, as I say. But really, it all stems on David Bowie's performance. He really does bring that film together and it wouldn't have been as successful uh, I would argue without him I mean that was um a really a a vehicle for him to show his talents in in many ways he was so he was such a charismatic character and as I grew up um you know I became even more familiar with his music um the music that he um he made be before that be before Labyrinth um, 
uh, and his discography is um, vast, as as you as you may know. Uh, some incredible um, songs um, that he made, um, um, you know, including you know the incredible "Ashes to Ashes," um, "Let's Dance," which is my personal favorite David Bowie song, um, "Space Oddity." Um, Starman, I should say. Um, uh, you know, so many, uh, so many songs, um, featured in so many of um, incredible albums. Um, and but he was also uh, an actor as well. Um, he starred in the the cult film um, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Um, and one thing that I love about David Bowie is that he was. He wasn't afraid to um, book the trend, or but also create his own trend. You know, he was someone who embraced many forms of um, artistry. Um, he didn't like to be uh, pegged down. Um, of course, he created his own character uh, in um, you know the the Thin White Duke, um, also. Um, uh, you know the uh, Ziggy Stardust as well. Um, you know he he really over the span of his career he he really pushed the the boundaries and he went beyond the boundaries. He he created new um, new waves of. Um, musicality and he, there was just something about him and I didn't realize it until many years after I mean you know as I say I was born in the 1980s 1981 so you know by the time I got introduced to David Bowie um, he was he had already released many albums um, and you know while growing up um you know, with my parents, I was exposed to music all the time, but a great majority of the music that I was exposed to was uh, of the Beatles. Um, you know, also um, the Bee Gees, um, Mike Oldfield, you know, music uh, like that. Um, but mostly the Beatles. So we didn't really, I didn't really hear David Bowie until I was more and more into my my teenage years when i was starting to be it perhaps you know in background music um but when i became a teenager and i started to venture out and discover music that i hadn't been introduced to already and i wanted to you know challenge my own preconceptions um i went went out and started to listen um, and look for different forms of music, and occasionally I would uh, encounter David Bowie, and um, you know, and he, you know, he was on Top of the Pops uh, occasionally, you know, which was a, a very influential and famous um, music uh, program here in the UK that used to uh, show every week on Friday. Used to show the you know the the top trending the 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 charts um of music but um 
but yeah, I did, and but I wasn't as engaged with David Bowie's music um, then. I, I was familiar with it, but I wasn't as engaged with his music or with him. Um, and it's only as I've got older that I uh, I've come to appreciate him and his music even more. And this all came to a climax, you could say, when he died. Um, And as I said to you before, I'll never forget the day he died. And I'll never forget that I I was at work. um, Actually, I heard about it when I was the day before. um, But then the next day I was at work and I wanted to to write something uh, while I was at work. Um, and I don't usually do that, but I was inspired to write something for David Bowie. Um, and that poem was called Always the Starman. And it was just, I I just felt like I had to write. And I I wrote it in spurts, you could say. Um, I, I, I wrote a bit, I went away, continued my work, came back, wrote another bit, came back. And in the end, it... It came to combine to become a poem, um, which is called Always the Starman, which I'm going to read to you now. Um, Now it is you who is the starman in the sky. Now you know the answer to the question, is there life on Mars? Now you can see just how much you made us all smile and how much you made us all dance. Now it will be the stardust of you that will fall to earth and make our minds sparkle like the stars at night. Now and forever, you will be a hero for many and not just for one day. Now you can embark on your own space oddity. Now and forever, through sound and vision, you will speak to us and you will sing to us all from afar. Now that you have reached the centre of life's labyrinth, and as you now look back and touch earth from heaven with an outstretched hand, from one poet to another, this is my tribute to you, the starman of magic in the sky, who will always be the eternal and the immortal artist of life, David Bowie. And as I say, I wrote that... um, the day after um, I heard about David Bowie's passing and I just felt moved to do so. I just thought I have to write something to, as a tribute to this, to this great man, this great artist. And this wasn't the first poem that I'd written. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, go, wouldn't be the last. Um, and it wouldn't be the first poem that I'd written for a, an artist that I admired. Um, and that I was a fan of. But there was something about the death of David Bowie that really got under my skin in 2016. And he stayed with me. And for some reason, I, I, just, I just felt like I had to do more. I wanted to do more to, to, to capture his essence, to capture who he was, to, to do more. And as I say, I'd already written this poem. Um, 
Um, and I, I was a fan of his music then, of course. I'd listened to his music over and over again. Um, always back catalogue by then. Um, but yeah, I just kept wanting to do more. So anyway, uh, by this point, of course, I'd been publishing books of poetry um, uh, and short stories at that point. Um, and, uh, you know, also making ground in trying to start on a, on a novel, uh, or a novella, uh, which it turned out to be. And, um, but I started off wanting to venture a little beyond my poetry and write short stories, which I'd done previously, but, um, the first short story that I... I, I I wrote um, remains unread by anyone else or by um, a small number of people. But at this point um, in 2016, I was already writing um, or getting ready to to write some short stories that I would eventually go on to collect into a collection of short stories called Too Close to the Sun. And within Too Close to the Sun, basically featured five short stories um, and also um, some poetry in there, um, which had a very um, supernatural um, um, air to them. <laughs> you may describe them as um, one was a ghost story, uh, one was about, you know, a, a psycho psychotherapist. One was um, um, more uh, spiritually inclined, talking about angels, and um, one was about um, a vampire uh, society, which would be would go on to uh, be a, uh, a predecessor, you could say, to uh, stories that I wrote after the fact, years after. Um, but you know, I was I was I was experimenting in that. One of the story that I, I wrote was a story called The Man in Black. And I just wrote this 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 story and and as I as I was writing, I, I just wanted to write a story about someone, a very powerful person. I didn't know if they were an angel, um you know, uh, an alien, uh, a god. Um, I don't know who they were, but I wanted to write something about someone who came from out of nowhere and came to to help people. You know, someone a very super super um, powered um, person. And I started writing it, and when it came to describing this mysterious man in black who wore black all the time. Um, I had to come up with who, who he, who he looked like, and the fur. And I, when I was thinking about who, who, what does he look like? What does this man in black look like? I started to think about who that who they were. Um, and for some reason, um, David Bowie popped into my head. The image of David Bowie. And of course, as I said, David Bowie, since he died, that 
was always there in my in my head and um because at first i imagined the character to look my you know my um initial inkling was that the character would look a certain way um but then as i wrote more the 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 character the face of the character this man in black started to look in my mind's eye like david bowie and that of course influenced how i would go on to describe the character in in the in the story going going forward um and um at the beginning of um the man in black um i um i described them like this uh, i'll i'll read to you from um the first chapter of 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 that um and uh, the first chapter is called bowie and uh it goes like this i honestly thought that i would never tell this story i thought for the longest time that i would take my memories and my experiences of and with the man in black to the grave i never even told neil about him however i did tell layla our daughter when she was a little girl all about the man in black and about the morning when i was 15 years old when i was waiting for the bus when a man who i had never seen before in the flesh who looked just like david bowie seemingly came out of nowhere and who brought a cat back to life after it had been run over by a car and a man who had also brought me back to life as well a few years later and layla believed every word without question and she even told me that bowie as i had called him for all intents and purposes sounds like a really nice man i told layla all about bowie the man in black when she was 4 years old however now she is 20 and every time i ask her about what i told her about him she always replies who the david bowie or the bowie who you made up stories about when i was a kid made up i always say it happened he was real yeah david bowie was real but you never met him layla once retorted to which i replied wow you sound just like your grandmother and layla does worryingly but it is okay with me if she doesn't believe me now as she once did children grow up however not every child has a god looking out for them their entire life so it is perfectly normal to believe something only to be a figment of someone else's imagination if you yourself had not lived the extraordinary life that i have lived and that is basically the introduction to the uh to the, my story uh, my short story as i thought it was only going to be um the man in black um and i put it to one side it was initially going to be a part of my short story collection too close to the sun but for some reason i left it out because i thought to myself it it's not meant to be published here don't ask me how uh, or nor why i decided that i just thought no so i left it and i continued writing some of the other stories uh you know uh 
put them all together in this book, um, designed everything, uh, published um, the book of um, short stories and, and poetry. And I was happy with it. But I always had in the back of my mind this story about the, the man in black, this mysterious man, God, this God who looked like David Bowie. And I, I wondered, who was he? Because in the short story, you know, you see him do these things. He helps this young girl out um, who goes on to become a young woman over the course of her life. But you don't really discover who he is and why he's doing what he does. And uh, I, I still thought back on that story and I thought, oh, I need to do something with this. Maybe I can release it as as a standalone short story somewhere. Along, somewhere. Um, and I think I did initially upload it to my, my website, uh, markthepoet.me. But I, brought, I took it down because I just thought, no, it's just, it's meant for something else. For somewhere else. Um... So, then I carried on with my writing journey. Uh, I went on to go and write and publish my first novella, um, The Wolf in Me. And then when I was um, thinking about what I wanted to go on to do next, I came back to The Man in Black and I went back to it and I edited it slightly and changed some of the structure. Uh, what was the what is now the introduction was um, kind of the the afterwards. It was how um, the character this was describing um, or reflecting upon her experiences. So I changed that. And then I thought to myself, do you know what? I want to know what. I want to, I want to write another story about this man in black. So I went on to go and write um, not a sequel, just a continuation, just another story just to play around, see how far I could go. And that next story was called The Man in White. And it also featured The Man in Black, but he was going, he met someone else and um, he was helping them in a, in a different way. And while I was writing that, I thought, and of course they still looked like David Bowie, and I still had in the back of my mind, who was this character? Because I had no idea who this character was. All I knew about him was, he was a very powerful being, um, he looked like David Bowie, but I had no idea why he looked like David Bowie. Um, so I had, even I, the writer, had questions. Why? Why, 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 why? Why does it look like David Bowie? Why does he do what he does? Who was he? I had no idea who he was. Because I never gave him a name. He was just given, um, you know, um, just Bowie was a name that was given to him or the man in black because that was just um, something that someone had to call him to describe him or to, you know, if they were asking him a question. Um... So I just continued to think, I need to know more, I need to know more. So as a result of this, um, I went on to write another uh, story um, after uh, The Man in Man in White. 
And then I wrote another story, another story, another story. And before I knew it, I was writing more stories about this mysterious man in black. And then I got to a point in one of my stories. Um, I think it was in the, the story, The Man in Grey. Uh, no, The Man in Blue, I think. And I thought, I have to... I have to find out who this person is myself. So I started to do some research and started to read up on different kinds of mythologies and gods and goddesses. And um, and eventually I'd come up to discover who this god was, this person was, who looked like David Bowie. And I've described the story of my uh, short story collection, Playing God, which features all of these stories in uh, a previous episode of the podcast. So um, you should try and check that out if you can. Um, but that details me talking about pretty much what I've already spoken about. But yeah, David Bowie has been um, an inspiration and an influence on me for my entire life. In the different stages of my life, he has influenced me and inspired me um, in different ways. You know, he inspired me and influenced me as a child to learn the songs from Labyrinth and to dance along to them um, and to enjoy the story, um, enjoy the character that David Bowie played in that. And over the years, I've enjoyed his music, as I said, um, especially uh, Let's Dance um and you know tv shows have featured his music such as the 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 british tv show life on mars um and its sequel ashes to ashes they they are also the titles of two of david bowie's um uh, most notable songs most um famous songs ashes to ashes and um life on mars um so he has influenced me but n- he has hasn't he hadn't influenced me as much as when he died and i think it was kind of like a shock to the system for not only me but for a lot of people and um and that's when what and as a result of his death that's what as i said inspired me to to write not only a poem but to write a short short stories featuring this character called David Bowie and you know in the in the the stories which is seven stories all told told from seven perspectives this man in black turns up looks like David Bowie um and who really took on the face the appearance of David Bowie as a tribute to David Bowie because he knew him he'd met him when he before he died and he met him um after he died and he he basically wears the face of David Bowie the the appearance of David Bowie as a tribute to him because he was so moved by him so touched by him and um it's something that he he does as as a tribute you know not to make out as if he is David Bowie he's not he's someone completely different um but he does this as um you know, to remember him by, um, and, um, and that's why I 
and essentially my book playing god um and the the the, the stories within it are a tribute to david bowie um yeah i wrote in the the acknowledgments in um at the back of uh of playing god um well when i'm writing when i uh, described what it was all about um the the, the book you know uh i re- i wrote that i began writing the first story and the first chapter of this book in the summer of 2016 following the untimely death of one of our greatest and most gifted artists, icons, musicians and inspirations, David Bowie, who died on the 10th of January 2016. After he died, I was so shocked to hear of his passing and like most people, I sought out his music and I listened to everything that he had ever made and created. And I also saw countless other artists and musicians paying their own personal and heartfelt tributes to David Bowie in any way that they could, through music, through art, and I too wanted to contribute something. I wrote a poem dedicated to and in honour of David Bowie after he died, called Always the Starman, and I shared it for other people to read. However, I was itching to write a new poem or a new short story that spoke about things that I wanted to say. And that was when the initial idea for my story, The Man in Black, came to life and I began writing it. David Bowie walked into the first story of this book all by himself, just like The Man in Black does. And he naturally made himself at home in it. And in the stories of this book, he will always be. Throughout the writing of these stories, I listen to David Bowie's music continuously, and in doing so, I hope that I have captured a part of his spirit. This is not a book about David Bowie per se, but it is a book that was inspired by him. I hope you enjoy reading every story within over and over again. And um, I wrote that back in 2018, and that's when my book Playing God was uh, published back in 2018. Now we're in uh, the year 2021, um, and the world seems like a very different place to how it was back then. I think if I was playing, if I was writing, playing God, now, I may have written it slightly differently. Um, but I think I wrote it at the right time, and it was inspired by the right person. And I think a lot about. David Bowie and his influence and I think a lot about the character of the man in black from um, the the short stories of playing God a lot and I I always am itching to write another story featuring that character but and he has popped up in another uh, one of my novellas um, Vega the Vampire King um, which is also available um, and he has an encounter um, with the character um in that but um this year with it being david bowie's um 75th um birthday this is what led me um to want to seek out david bowie or go on a bit of a um go on a bit of a uh, a journey to to find him or to to just just seek him out um and this is what led me last year back in november 
um, on the 17th of November, in fact, um, 2021, to uh, venture into London uh, to check out the new um, Bowie 75 uh, pop-up shop, uh, which is located um, at uh, 14 Heddon Street in uh, London. And I'd heard about it, and I'd seen it posted on online um, that they'd set up this this shop. That um, was uh, a tribute to David Bowie. Um, it featured all of these um, various um, things that you could pick up, um, such as albums and T-shirts, um, jerseys, hats. You know anything you could you could think of in celebration of David Bowie. And I thought, you know. I, I just being such a fan of David Bowie and having been so influenced by him over the years, I thought that I just needed to to go there, um, and that's what I did. So I got on a train to go to London, and I had, I had a lovely day in London. But my only intention while I was there truly was to go to Heddon Street um, to visit this uh, David Bowie. 75 pop-up shop um and i can still recall walking in um and i just felt like oh i just it just felt just brilliant to be there um and uh just seeing all of the the album artwork of david bowie and seeing all of these things that had been created um especially for this this event to celebrate David Bowie's 75th birthday, um, you know, it just was it was so moving and it was worth the trip um, to, to get there. And um, I bought a couple of things, a uh, little piece of uh, memorabilia. But um, as I say, I just wanted to pay. It was my way of paying tribute um, to David Bowie and in another way of paying tribute to him to, to make this journey, which was 100 miles uh, train journey to get there and of course you have to find your way to to actually where this place is because um it's not um strictly on a main road you have to you know find where it is but it's it's well worth well worth the visit and i just thought that i i had to go you know being such a fan and um yeah it was uh it was a, a great day i enjoyed every minute of going to this this pop-up shop and um it was so great um a couple of days ago to see um people celebrate david bowie and talk about david bowie and listen to david bowie on his 75th birthday um on the 8th of january um so a couple of days ago but of course as i say today is um the 10th of january 2021 um and it was six years ago that we lost uh, David Bowie um, on the 10th of January 2016. And I once again wanted to pay tribute to the man, um, the legend, the icon, the inspiration, the hero that was David Bowie. And I wrote an entire book that was very much influenced and inspired by David Bowie. Um, I wrote about a character who was 
influenced and inspired by David Bowie. Um, I've written poem after poem inspired by David Bowie. And um, I will continue to be a fan of David Bowie for the rest of my life. And yeah, it's so sad that we've lost such a, a talent. Um, you know, someone who did so much. Um, and, but he, a lot of, you know, what a lot of what he did, he did a lot of the, the great musical accomplishments that he, he achieved, he did mostly before I was, I was born, but even after I was born, he still continued to do so much and you know, so influential and, you know, um, he's a legend. He really is a legend and, um, it's so, so sad that we, he, he is no longer with us, but we will always remember him, um, and we will always continue to listen to his music, and no matter what I do, no matter what I write, uh, no matter where I go, um, I'll always be reminded of David Bowie and influenced by him in some way, shape or form. And I'll always look at him and think how amazing um, of a man he was um, and how great um, it is that we were gifted with his talent, the, the, the fruits of his talent, I should say. And on the 8th of January, so a couple of days ago, um, on the, the the day of his 75th birthday, I both wrote and published a new poem dedicated to David Bowie on my website, markthepoet.me, uh, which I entitled David Bowie. And uh, in closing, uh, I just wanted to read that poem to you uh, once again as a tribute to David Bowie. And I hope you like what you hear. Over the course of his life, he excited, he electrified, he entertained, and he enriched the world through his gift of creating art and music that instantly struck and stayed in the heart and in the mind of people, like a bolt of lightning from the sky, that made people feel, think, and imagine things that they may never have felt, thought, nor dreamt of before. He had a voice, he had a spirit, he had a charm, a charisma, a presence that could immediately captivate fan crowds of fans and make them want to sing and dance and lift up their eyes and their hands because he was able to make people feel as if they could reach out and touch the energy of a star that could inspire them with a purpose that was able to show just how varied and full of colour each of us are. And to this day, he and his music make us consider a variety of possibilities, including whether there really is life on Mars. He was a man who was not afraid of change, nor of changing his identity and how he was perceived. He was a man who was not afraid of experimentation, nor of collaboration with fellow artists who he jived with and felt as if they understood him and also spoke the language of magic, imagination and inspiration that he did. He was a hero 
and he still is. He was, he is, and he always will be, an icon and a god of music in the eyes of millions of people around the world. And who he was and what he did was all that he ever wanted to be. A man who transcended, but who also connected to the world. A man who left an indelible legacy. A man who gave us all a part of his soul to remember him by. A man who, had he not died, would today have celebrated turning 75. A man whose face we will forever see. A man whose songs will be listened to by generation after generation on repeat. The man, the legend, the one and only, David Bowie. And, uh, yeah, um, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, but once again, I just want to say um, a big thank you to David Bowie. Um, because I I wouldn't have been as inspired um, as I have been. I wouldn't have written some of the things that I've written had it not been for David Bowie. And um, I think we all... All of us who are music fans, who are entertainment fans, um, owe David Bowie a, a debt of gratitude um, for just his incredible gift to be able to tap into the the uh, the well of inspiration that he was able to and. Um, and he, as I say, he'll continue to influence all of us in many ways going forward. And, um, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, but once again, I just want to say um, uh, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you like what you heard. And rest in peace, David Bowie. Hi everyone, this is Mark. Uh, I hope you liked what you heard in this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience. Uh, I just wanted to let you know um, that if you wanted to uh, support um, the Mark Hastings Experience um, and you're listening on Anchor, uh, then you can do so by becoming a supporter and um, making a uh, monthly contribution uh, of... uh, between uh, 99 cents and four dollars and 99 cents or uh, ten dollars um, and you can make that donation uh, on um, on anchor as I was saying uh, but what would also be wonderful if you could do so uh, as I say if you 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 like what you hear uh, if you're listening on um, Spotify uh, if you um, Ring the bell on there. You'll get um, notifications about every episode uh, immediately after they've been uh, posted and they're available to listen. Uh, you can follow uh, the Mark Hastings Experience on Spotify. And uh, what would also be great is if you could also give us five stars on Spotify. That would really be uh, much appreciated. And as always, uh, I hope you like what you hear in every episode, uh, whether that 
is um, me talking about a TV show that I'm watching or a movie that I'm reminiscing about or even a, a poem that I, I've uh, read out loud. Um, but uh, whatever and however you uh, may choose to contribute and support the, um, the podcast, um, I just want to thank you for your uh, continued uh, listenership and your support and um, thank you for listening and I hope you continue to like what you hear <laughs>